come stop and take a trip down on my block what you see hidden potential young minds sharper than ginsu and ain't afraid to speak they mind if they got something against you no we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from dutch town to south side from Penrose to north side from benton park to old north to west end the west side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is stitch cast studio produced by st louis story stitchers in st louis missouri in this week's episode we sit down to discuss parent and child relationships They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. Hello, everybody. Under the sound of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. I am your host, Brandon Lewis, and I am accompanied by three new members of our Stitchcast. Hey, yeah. Yo, what's good? Okay. Uh, we attack everything from mental health to homelessness to the LGBTQ plus community, political happenings. Uh, we talk about just about everything here. And today, what we want to talk about specifically, uh, we want to get into parent-child relationships, how they shaped us, how they how they made us who they are, and whether or not we would change uh, aspects about those relationships. That being said, uh, everybody just kind of briefly describe what your upbringing was like. I ain't gonna lie, uh, with me, I think my upbringing was kind of weird. Being a simple fact that my parents, they divorced, like, I want to say around the time I had to be like either five or six. And um, for me, that was kind of hard because I used to think that the reason why they divorced was because of my fault. Like it was, it was on me not knowing the whole story behind like what, what went on between them. And um, so growing up, I ain't gonna lie, like my parents was good parents. Like, you know, both of them uh, feared God. They always prayed over me, taught me right, you know, but um, when it came down to like going between houses and houses and everything, I don't know if anybody could, you know, relate to this, but say your dad buy you something or your mama buy you something, like some clothes or whatever, mm-hmm. and you about to go over to your daddy house and your mama be like, oh, you can't take that over there. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, like ain't gonna lie, that, that kind of messed me up or whatever. Or I used to get in trouble just because I left a shoe that my mama bought at my daddy house. Like, you know, it, it's just stuff like that. I feel like when parents fight and they bicker like that, it kind of ruins the kids. And then and then it's like, it really depends on how the child is. For me, it messed me up, not only mentally or like emotionally and stuff like that, but like in school, cause I was emotionally like depressed about that. But like I said, my parents were good parents. Like they still took care of me and everything. You know, mm-hmm. they showed me, you know, what's right from wrong. Of course, I still made my mistakes and everything. <laughs> but I can't say that I was raised up wrong. You know, I can't say that I don't know my dad. Mm-hmm. I always had my father in my life. He was always there. So like, I don't know. I guess I guess that that's that's my upbringing. You know, being raised in the church as well. Like that that played a big part in my life for real, for real. Just knowing God because of your parents or mm-hmm. being for covered sure, sure. through all trials and errors because of your parents Most you know? mm-hmm. stuff like that really does play a big part 100 percent, 100 
And before we get into uh, anybody else's story, mm-hmm. um, I hear a lot that when parents break up, the child blames themselves. Mm-hmm. Why do you think <clears throat> that is? Like, what makes the child think that they had anything to do with two grown people's relationship not working out? Like, my, my pops and my mama wasn't together, mm-hmm. but they weren't together when I was born. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, like, right. like you know what I'm saying? So, like, they, th- that's the only way I know them is being separate. Um, For me... I don't know if every child thinks like this. I think they Uh all think differently. But for me, it was more so, I guess I just felt like it was my fault because it seemed like every time they argued, they argued over me and my sister. Mm -hmm. You know, like it it was an argument. And then then not only that, DCF came into play. Mm. You know when DCF... Yeah, like, like, you know, child... child, Yeah, yeah, they came into play. And when they came into play, like that's when everything like really started popping off. Mm-hmm. Like that was, I want to say that was like my freshman year of high school, and that's when I really started doing bad. Like I just felt like it was my fault because they argued over me. Like you know, and then I don't know, like why did y'all divorce? Like mm-hmm. was it because I was born? You know, like I ain't gonna lie, like I really did thought. Everything that was going on was my fault until I heard my parents tell me, no, you had nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. And then that that day that my dad apologized to me, you really just heard, like, just, just listened to why I was feeling the way I felt, you know. That kind of, like, led me to not resent him as much or my mama. Like, I don't know. It was kind of weird for me. At, at one point, I was mad at my mama. Ain't want nothing to do with her. And I was mad at my daddy. Ain't want nothing to do with him. And it just it just kind of switched. And it's because I just felt like, y'all don't understand. Like, you know, I'm over here struggling. I'm trying to struggle to love myself, you know, and, and everything. I'm struggling loving everybody else. And when I was receiving love, it didn't feel like it. You feel me? I'm like, nah, y'all just doing this just because... Not y'all doing this because y'all love me, but y'all doing this because y'all have to. You feel me? Like, oh, because you're reacting. Yeah, you know. So. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. What about y'all? Like, what how, what was y'all upbringing? Like, they're like, I don't want to go after that. We can go <laughs> I, to the next question. I can go. Growing up, my parents was never together. Um, they was always separated, and... I mean, I was always, I was okay with it, but it was just like, I lived with my mom and my dad would come around. Like, he was always in my life. He wasn't like that, like, step out dad, something like that. Like, if he can be there, he most definitely be there. If I gave him a schedule, he would map out what days he can come and stuff like that. And, like, versus my mom, who I lived with, it was just like, to me, it felt like pulling teeth for her to come to, like, my shows and my performances and parents' conference. Like, she was always working. And, like, living with her, I was always with my big brother, and it was fine and everything, but I always felt like, I wouldn't say, I always felt like I wasn't enough because it was like she always done things with my big brother because I was too young. It was always, well, you're not old enough to do this, you're not old enough to do that. So it was just like, okay, well, you know what, forget it. So I just, like, put myself in sports. I was always at church a lot. Like, I used to do a lot of things, but, like, my dad, like, I could talk to him through anything, 
But it was just like when they got together, like when I finally had a performance and they both was there, it was like, oh my gosh, y'all should never been here because all y'all do was argue. And like, I would never say the argument was about me. Like, <laughs> yeah, most of these arguments would be so stupid. So it's just like, I don't even want y'all in the same room. And it's been like this, like to this day, honestly. And I mean, I learned to cope with it. I learned to just like accept it because like I have different type of relationships with each parent. I have a... I want to say seven aunties and one uncle and like I wouldn't really console my mama and tell her like stuff that's going on in my life for real because I always feel like she didn't care so like I would always talk to my cousin who I think is my big sister like we grew up as sisters so her mom was like my mom but like yeah that was my life story I mean I if I can change my upbringing I would but like I mean it is what it is at this point Dang, that joint got heavy. That joint got heavy. I didn't expect that. Was it heavy for you? I'm sorry. Like, you Tearing up. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Well. Sorry. Um, My upbringing, not going to lie, it's been really chill. So, single mom. I like have so many sisters. I really don't really do nothing for real. So I just be coasting my way through life. So I think really the most challenging thing in my upcoming was the process of becoming a man. Cause like my whole family is like full of women. So like I can't talk to them about things I want to talk about because they be like it's it's hard for them to describe what it being like being a man stuff. So yeah, like. For sure, for sure. To this day, I have to figure out figure out things for myself or ask older people, you know, for knowledge and things. But other than that, man, it's been chill. Yeah, I feel that for sure. What's chill though? What's chill? Yeah. yeah. Mm. When yes, you say yes. chill, like like what what are you talking about? Like my social life, like really chill. Like I really don't have enough problems with people, but mm-hmm. it's like people be shocked. Like, wow, you know. She's talking about girls, you should be aggravated or pent up and angry. And I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just I, chill. I, yeah, I'm just chill. Like, just chill. <laughs> like, my mom really gave me the past. She was like, I know you're a boy, you know, I'm going to give you the space, but like, you're still my son. I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to take it and run with it. So, for sure, for sure. I've been doing good. Take that space and run with it. Take that space and run with it. Heard, felt that, felt mm-hmm. that. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You already know what time it is. It's time for another Stitchcast Studio Arts Interlude. That's right, let's pick the city up. This week, we have a Story Stitch's original song entitled Dear Shooters. Dear shooters and killers, my people wanna live. Don't tell me how it is if your life ain't positive. Sometimes we gotta give back just to go for too many homicides. People lies cut short, don't shoot. Chopper, spitting 50, he's a gunner, young shooter who to blame. It's a shame when he put that thing to your Freddy Krueger, super predator, America, cause nightmare. City full of white sheets, the battlefield is right there. Every hooded complex, low income and projects, greeting ground for post traumatic stress. You could die next. Everybody need to check, community is under siege. Time to pick the city up if you wanna go, then come with me. Cowboys, they run the streets, these shifty dudes. 
mothers die from holistic trauma like it's like it's on repeat Cause it's the same tragedy I seen a million times Don't get mad at me cause the city done seen a million crimes Still don't nobody know nothing like it's the G-Code Or intimidation afraid that they can be exposed Yeah, shoot us and kill us, my people wanna live Don't tell me how it is if your life ain't positive Sometimes we gotta give back just to go for Too many homicides, people lies cut short Don't shoot Like serpents, cause that's like a surgeon. I wonder why murder worth it or worth it. I'm working, I'm working, I'm burning with purpose. With dog, I've been trying. I promise y'all, I've been trying. No truth in the lies that y'all buying. Her G's moving silence, but why they be violent? Losing my friends cause they dying. Cops bullets flying, we riot. Our bullets flying, we quiet. For real? Nah, really, that's the right move. The way they cocking and popping with 20 thuggers and coppers. I mean, I probably catch a bullet out of high school. I mean, I probably catch a case out of high school. I mean, I probably lose my way out of high school. All my friends getting slain out of high school. What if I don't live a day out of high school? Killing. How strong do I have to be to survive me? I'll live in my children. Had I known this, would I have any children? Just so they could put them in the dirt and make matters Worst trouble posted on the corner like a bus stop Kids that without a warning on a bus stop Send kids every morning to the bus stop Gunshots wake them up like alarm clock Nothing new here, this what they do here Tools flare, light them up like it's New Year's People kill her, even when you tryna chill her It get real her. And mama been patient, mama been waiting Mama been praying, mom why you praying? She praying I live to see my old age When these kids don't live to see a graduation The problems are shoot us and kill us My people wanna live Don't tell me how it is If your life ain't positive Sometimes we gotta give back Just to go for Too many homicides People lies cut short, don't shoot. Don't shoot. And I ain't gotta be your brother. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Don't bring your flower to your mother. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Not over money or no color. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Cause you and I might need each other. Dear shooter, a brother. Whatever we are in this life, it's never resolution. Cause confusion is in plain sight. Can't fist fight. Cause if I piece you up, it's gonna be gunplay. When people get caught in their feelings, emotional takeoff like it's a runway. But one day, this world gonna see my hood get back its neighbors. And teens gonna show promise instead of criminal behavior. Can't make too much integrity to deal in politics. They say I made it 360, not really, I just polished it. I reinvented my image, not only gangster, professional intelligence scholar, the real danger. Don't let society shape your mental pictures Perception ain't always real, won't true? Come to the stitches and we'll give you the tail You know, oh so well, it's just too much shooting in the STL Last night's gunfight, killed a man and his kids Some dear shooters, keep it 100, can we live? Dear shooters and killers, my people wanna live Don't tell me how it is if your life ain't positive Sometimes we gotta give back just to go for Too many homicides People lies cut short, don't shoot. don't shoot And I ain't gotta be your brother Don't shoot Don't shoot Don't bring your flower to your mother Don't shoot Don't shoot Not over money or no color Don't shoot Don't shoot Cause you and I might need each other I um, like I said, my my mama and my pops wasn't like like I don't even think I was playing. Like I don't, I don't think that's what happened. You know, what I'm ain't gonna count. Me neither. Yeah, mama. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems to be what it all. is nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, my mama raised me. My pops was present. It was a little spotty. It would nor- it would normally be uh because he was uh he had to sit down for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he he, he got put up for a minute. 
or whatever. But um, my mama was a heavy duty nurturer mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and I, I grew up in a house with basically y'all girls, my mama and my two sisters. So one thing I got to give my mama credit for is that like she knew that like she had no experience in being a man or whatever, so that she couldn't. That's not really something that she could Ooh. teach me how to do. You know, my what I'm boy, saying? my boy, my boy. Yo, I, I, I stand on it, bro. Like, on I, me. Like, 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 you know, I feel, I feel like you have to have experience in something in order to teach somebody how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ain't never fished before. How you gonna teach somebody how to fish? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can read about it. You can watch all the things you wanna, you know what I'm saying? All the documentaries you wanna mm-hmm. watch about it, but until you actually experience what it's like to fish or whatever, then right. you're not really fit to teach nobody how to fish or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Indeed. And so, she just kind of recognized that like, yo, uh, the male experience is different from the female experience. And I've never lived life as a man, so I can't, like, like, and those are her words, I can't teach you how to be a man, but there are male figures in your life that can help with that. And so we would lean on the male figures in my life. I got a lot of uncles, you know what I'm saying? A lot of uncles, people that aren't blood related, you know what I'm saying? But are just so tight with us, you know what I'm saying? I had a dope village. You know how they say it, take a village to raise a child, bro. My mm-hmm. village is amazing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna sit up here and act like I was raised without love or nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? Like like one thing that my village knew how to do was love on you, you know what I'm saying? So Indeed. of course of course there were issues, you know what I'm saying? It was problems, it was things that I wouldn't mind changing or whatever. But all in all, I, I definitely had love, and my mama knew what she was equipped to teach me and what she wasn't equipped to teach me. So she she yo go be with the boys, go do this, go do that, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Oh that and the reason she was doing that was because she knew, like like for example, I, I played sports when I was younger, <laughs> trash trash sports was not my thing sports was not my thing bro they used to call me they used to call me flash they called me flash growing up and i always thought it was because i was fast but um one of my old coaches actually uh this was the last time i saw him before he passed away to uh rest well but um one of the last things this man told me he was like you know why we called you flash right and i was like because i was fast duh this man said nah it's because your arms moved real fast, but your legs wasn't taking you nowhere. Oh, <laughs> it was it was like an ironic. They oh, was making God. fun of me this whole time, <laughs> and I'm thinking it's a compliment. You know what I'm saying? So oh, uh, even when my father's appearance was spotty, and he he's he is consistent. You know what I'm I don't say that to say he was never in my life. My pops would move a mountain for me. I have no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But even when his uh, appearance was spotty, I did have other males that I could lean on. You know what I'm saying? And um, just to clarify, like, because I don't know which part of this is going to make it and which part will get taken out. And I'm going to stand on this, but I don't believe that a woman can teach a boy how to be a man any more than I believe a man can teach a girl how to be a woman. You know what I'm saying? I like, like, like I, I agree wholeheartedly with you know what that. I'm I, I feel like I could I could I could try to instill in you the traits that I think women should have and all of that, you know what I'm saying? But but they, they just different experiences, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's just certain things on both ends that like I will never know that women experience. You know what I'm saying? I will never have to think about it. It'll never even cross my mind unless one of them decide to share that with me. And vice versa, it's things that men have to experience that women will never even think about or, or, or you know what I'm saying, they don't even cross their mind that, that, that we go through that. You know what I'm saying? So how can you equip me for those things? You know what I'm saying? But uh, so, yeah, I don't, just to clarify, I don't say that as a knock towards women. I think it goes both ways. Yeah, indeed. But yeah, so all in all, I like the way I was brought up. You know what I'm saying? All in all, I like it. 
are there things that I would change? Sure. So let's get into that. Uh, what would y'all What would y'all change about how y'all was brought up? What What do y'all feel like y'all could do better? The talk. <clears throat> talk. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You talk. Hey, you talk. talk. You talk. The talk. Talk. Like the talk. 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 Oh, got you. Got you. Like the talk. If I had a daughter, I'd just like put it in a book and be like, you know, keep it real with you. You at the age where you understand, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like try to like dumb it down because like we had a time where kids know what we talking about. For mm-hmm. sure. So, you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm gonna be real with my daughter, you know, but I'm gonna still be more aggressive on certain points because you know i gotta do that to her head because mm-hmm. life can be persuasive so not even that my pops used to tell me bro <laughs> life is the best and worst teacher for sure if you don't learn it like growing up you're gonna definitely learn it being on your own and definitely like it's a lot of things that's happened that you, you know told me about talked to me about as, as i'm growing up and then you know here I am finally on my own and it's coming to pass. Like, I'm like, dang, Pops wasn't lying. You feel me? Like, you know, life teaches you. Most of it, most of it. It's going to teach you. (laughs) And I would add to that, uh, this, uh, I don't know if y'all ever seen the show Shark Tank, but uh, the dude on there, uh, Damon, he said that uh, life is a, uh, it's considered a harsh teacher because it gives you the test and then gives you the lesson. You know what I'm saying? After you done fell on your face or whatever, then it show you why you fell on your face instead of telling you like, yo, when this happens, this is what you do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that 100%. Uh, what about y'all? What would y'all have done differently or what do you wish was differently? I guess the conversations too, like I won't be biased nor I would be, what's the word, sugarcoating it? Mm, yeah. Like I want to be mm. real about it. Mm-hmm. This can happen, and this is the results. I won't be like, well, you know, just don't do it because you shouldn't do it. Right. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. why? As soon as your kid is born, like, like Santa Claus is not real. <laughs> okay. I buy them gifts. To a certain extent. Okay. <laughs> to a certain extent. Okay. Coming out of my pockets. See, like, me growing up, I felt like my life was just sugar-coated. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say growing up I got slapped in the face, mm. but... Most people in my class knew more things that I did, and then when they told me, and I'm just sitting here looking like, "What are you talking about?" Oh, so you said sheltered. Yeah, I was sheltered. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you. Like so. I don't, I don't want to do my kids like that. Like I want you to be. If you're 12, I want you to be 12, but I need you to know something just in case, like you get into the real world. Man, <laughs> for real, like, oh my gosh. I got so many stories of that, John Bear. Word. You got sheltered too. In a way, in a way, I did until like I went out and found out things on my own. Mm-hmm. But then it's like when you do that, they get mad at you and they be like, "Oh, I could have told you that." Well, you did it exactly. Right, right. You did it. Well, they feel like it's they never know the right time you too. Know, mm-hmm. You know what? Like for example, I don't know if y'all ever did it, but like in, uh, when I was in eighth grade, we uh, we did this end of the year project, whereas that we had to care for a fake baby. Mm, we never work. did that. Yeah, nah. I, I can't remember if we did it with an egg or like a bag of sugar. Oh, where it wasn't even a baby doll. It, it, it wasn't like a, a baby. Nah, it wasn't it a baby doll. We had to create our own baby mm. and take care of that baby from like a certain time to I think like the second to last week of school. Mm-hmm. I ain't participate in it. Why? Cause my dad was against it. He was all yeah. like, "Yeah, they they the teacher sent out this uh." A permission slip, mm-hmm. uh, if, uh, if you may. And uh, <laughs> my pops ain't signed. He was like, "Nah, Heard. I could teach you that my own." 
Did Years he? go by. I'm like, I don't know nothing about how to take care of a baby. I'm over here like thinking it's all you know cookies and cream. Then <laughs> now I got friends who who you know they doing they doing better. But at first you feel me? It, they they were struggling. <laughs> they were struggling and yeah. like. Yeah, and now I see why I don't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> At least not yet, though. But like, I want one, but not yet, my boy. Mm-hmm. For not sure. Yet. I feel but, that. but like, even that, teaching kids about sex, mm-hmm. I never got that. You feel me? Like, and I think that was one of the things they wanted to teach, and um, at my school. Mm. My pops was just totally against it, and like still to this day, I don't understand why. If you really wanted to teach me yourself, you. Uh-huh. Like, come on, yeah, you man! Did that. You could have did yeah. that. Now I'm over here finding out about sex on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of stumbling through it. Mm-hmm. Not that figuring um, it out. Talks, though, bro. Mm-hmm. The talks is so important. It's so. so, so important. So important. And I think also too, like, just having that relationship with your with your child that they they can come talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they shouldn't be scared. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I I should have. If I was to ever get in trouble or mess up, I should be like, dang, I need to call my dad. Not, mm-hmm. dang, I, I'm scared because if I call my dad, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to get a whooping. Like, <laughs> another example, I got in trouble in school. Probably like, it, was, it, it, it wasn't like nothing bad or major. I think I, I just was talking to the teacher, had, had an issue with me, and I ain't finished the homework. So, me talking. And Did not really, you know, it, yeah. it was just, you know, the icing on the cake. Tell me why I went home, right? I ain't going to the house. Word. I was outside. I was outside for at least a good two hours, right? Like after school was over, I heard my pops open the door and there was a guy walking by. And I mm. think he was getting out, like he was getting ready to come look for me. He's like, where you been at? <laughs> this guy uh, walking by, he was all like, yeah, he right here, he right here. I'm behind the car. <laughs> I'm behind the car. I'm at home just behind the car because I, I was just scared to go in. So, whole time I'm thinking to myself, dang, like, I'm going to get in trouble again. I'm going to get a beating again. You feel me? Like, he going to take this away from me. He going to take that away from me. I ain't going to be able to play the game. I ain't going to be able to go to karate practice because <laughs> I got a phone call home. You feel mm-hmm. me? Um, my pops, he, he, he came, he grabbed me. We went inside. He ain't say nothing. Mm. Ain't say nothing. That's scary. I kind of pick up on vibes. I always been able to do that. Mm-hmm. Until like I, I got older and I kind of understood why he like why he ain't say nothing. He probably seen that I was scared to come talk to him. You yeah. Know? Like like I said, that that should be a no no. Like it took forever, but I'm able to talk to my mama. About any and everything, and sometimes I call my pops too. Hey pops, I I got into this situation. How do I get out of it? Mm-hmm. You know, but I feel like that should be established in the beginning years of a child growing up. You know, Most that plays a big role. That plays a big part, and that that's what I would change differently. Mm-hmm. Do you so. ever see people like people interact with their parents and they just have their relationship? You just be like, oh. That is so nice. And you over here like, man, I wish that was me. <laughs> exactly. I don't even know my daddy. Mm. Like, that's that. sad. That's bro. Right. Every time I hear something like that, I be like, dang, dog. 
I can't even relate to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I want to. I'm I'm that type of person. Like I try to relate to everybody, you know, like and have just have that sympathy or that empathy for them. That's sad. That hurt me. That I know that most of my friends don't have a good relationship with their pops. Mm. And it's a, I'm a firm believer that fathers are essential. Mothers mm. are essential. I'm a firm believer that a boy growing up needs to know what, what it's like, you know, to have a, a, a male, you know, you know, just to lead you, you know, have a father figure, teach you the right things. Like on my shirt, fathers are essential. You know that, like not not I stand by that. You know, this whole little thing where is that they saying fathers are toxic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mess with it, but yeah, that's what I changed though. Just, oh, just having that 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 type of relationship. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. My mama was a nurturer, so I could definitely uh, come to her and talk to her about mm-hmm. stuff. It's like 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 you. I'm spiritual. You know what I'm saying? I believe in God. We're not here to convert nobody or whatever. Whatever you believe is what you believe. Mm-hmm. But um, I believe in God too. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes my mama just had like these like prophetess type vibes about her bro like i remember when i was in huh boy i was in i was in high school i was a sophomore and the girl that i was dating at the time i really thought i was gonna marry that girl yeah i really thought i was gonna marry this girl and so i went to my mama one day i took a deep breath bro i was like i was like mama i'm gonna marry her (laughs) (laughs) and she was oh i was like i want to marry her and she was like i know you do and I was like, how? She was like, the Holy Spirit told me. <laughs> I'm like, bro, so it's, it's just been like a few moments like that where like something like I'm really building up the courage to tell her or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I just come to her and she just know. Yeah, she already whatever. know it. Yeah, you know She's what I'm like, saying? Yeah. yeah, and she 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 guides me in a lot of different ways, uh, spiritually being one of them. Thank you for listening. We want to give a very special shout out to the Stitchcast Studio sponsors. Story Stitches is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, the Lewis Prize for Music's 2021 Accelerator Award. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitches Youth Programs was provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2021, Lust Corporations, the Charity Pot, and March for Our Lives Aid and Allowance. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches.